The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. <laughs> Nothing to see here. This is the show where money meets politics. We will answer your financial questions. We do manage money Monday through Friday. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. And we have a ton of fun with this show. Long story short, he said you're offending a whole group of people. So, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want them. Well, I didn't do anything wrong, and now I'm going to plead the fifth. So screw you. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, you know, I added to screw you, of course, but <laughs> we've done this show for 20 years. Ever. I'm getting sick of winning. Winning. <laughs> and uh, if you want to join us on the air, we'll welcome Tom in Boston, Don in Rochester, Rambo Jim in North Tonawanda. It's hard to believe that 20 years has gone by so fast. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. And for those of you tuning in, um, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, News Radio 930 WBEN in Western New York and WFTL AM 850 down in South Florida. And uh, this is the place where money meets politics. We have a lot of fun with the show. Monday through Friday, we do manage money for a living. But uh, this show really, truly the place where money meets politics. And uh, it is important for those of you who say, what does what political environment have to do with money? Uh, basically everything. And, uh, you know, ask yourself, what watch CN, uh, CNBC every single day over the last 12 months. There's two things they've been talking about, Fed and trade. Fed right. and trade. The market's up. They say it's up because of trade, down because of trade. Up or down, Fed, Fed, Fed. So, um, yep. so don't tell me money doesn't mean politics doesn't work. It does. And uh, we have a ton of, just I don't know, I mean, article after article in front of us. I do want to talk about, Glenn, and you mentioned this maybe last week or the week before, about uh, the retirement crisis yep. in America. And I do think it's important that we circle back around and maybe talk a little bit of money today. And, that, and you know, some of the... Um, Amounts of money that people have accumulated at uh, the medium amount, the average amount at the age of 60, 65. It really, you know, we don't see those people because we work with folks that, that have saved money and they come in to help, you know, have us help them, you know, diversify it and, and make sure it's allocated the right, right way in retirement. But boy, uh, they're really alarming. I mean, something like, yeah. it's like 60000 or something it was yeah. at the age of 62 is the average balance in some of it's, the retirement accounts? Yeah, it's the median balance is about, uh, where did I have it here? Yeah. It's like 50, 60000 It was we'll like 60, you said. Yeah, I, I, cause I, actually, I was playing hooky, and I heard part of the show that you were saying yeah. the stats on. I'm like, that's amazing. So, so we'll circle back around and talk about the retirement crisis and, and you know, how to avoid that and, and also making sure that you're, you're well diversified going into retirement and, um, you know, and for years to come. I mean, you're really, really important to be able to develop a, a nest egg and be able to harvest from it forever. Um, You've got to start off, you know, of course, the holiest week of the year and a tragic fire overseas. And, yeah. uh, you know, one of the, if not the, um, you know, most famous structure in France, I mean, up in flames, really, so 850 plus years that you know, Notre Dame Cathedral has been around. 850 years. That's hard to get my brain around. 850 years, you know? Yeah, and it's sad. I mean, happy Easter, everybody, of course. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is the uh, this is the holiest week for Christians throughout the year, the the Easter week and, uh, you know, Good Friday and everything that's celebrated with the, uh, you know, with the with with the with Easter holiday and the rising of Christ and all that. 
Um, I find it hard to believe, I'm just going to put this out there, that it just so happens to be a coincidence that that fire starts this week. Now, I was watching it as it, as it happened. Unfortunately, I was in front of a TV, and I was you know saw the headline, and I started to pay attention to it. And, 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 be, and just to take a knock on Fox for a second, the whole Fox... Uh, you know, the right out of the gate, it was, it's, well, rumor, where uh, the speculation is it started because of construction. We're hearing reports of construction. Well, we're hearing reports of ac- accident, 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 so- accident, construction. And then they get a guy on, right? Chef Smith interviews a, a, an elected official from France, and the guy says, well, you know, there's been a, a, a attack on a Christian church every single week and a 25% increase in attacks just the first two months of this year. So I'm thinking it might be, and Shep cuts him off. Shut whoa, him whoa, right whoa, down. Whoa. Shut him right down. Uh, yep. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, shut him right down. <clears throat> like, that is not even, you couldn't, and I'm shame on Fox News, by the way. I, out of CNN, I expect that, right? Out yeah, of, of Out course. of CNN, you expect them to say, well, we're not going to go there, right? But to your point, Glenn, when you're watching it, there, in my mind, it was an accident. When I when I originally watched it on fire, right, you see the videos, you think how tragic that is. I thought, okay, it's an accident. And then you wait and wait and wait. And at some point, you would think that somebody would come out and say, well, here was the accident. Here's what happened. So, Johnny right. Smith in room right. 220 fell over on right. a ladder with a torch. It lit the curtain yep. up on fire, and it spread the rooms 222, yep. 223, 223, and that's what started it. Okay, no way. Maybe that's what we'll learn. Maybe yeah. that's what we'll learn. I'm, I'm not saying we will or we won't. I'm just saying it seems to me I had not heard Mm-mm. about all the attacks. I knew there were some. I heard a couple. But my gosh, when I started, when I heard that guy say there's been an attack on a Christian or Catholic church every week for right. the last 12 months of France, I started doing a little digging. Mm. And lo and behold, I came across this article from Newsweek from just last month. This was from March uh, 21st. And this is, again, posted to our social media pages. You can find it there. And, and here's the title of this article. Catholic churches are being desecrated across France, and officials don't know why. No. Huh. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder why, right? Must be fault but, faulty electrical uh, wires. I guess. That's, <laughs> in reading on. this, but in reading this, and I'm going through this, there, the, you want to talk about complete and total denial. I mean, France is totally lost. Now, what's the, they, what's the fastest totally growing religion over there? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder when these problems started. What does hmm. that coincide with? <laughs> Which religion is burning Catholic symbols hmm. and other religious symbols that are not dun, their symbols dun, all dun, over the dun, world? Dun, huh. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so here's the best part about this. Vienna-based Observatory of Intolerance and Discrimination Against Christians in Europe, which was founded—that's a mouthful—which was founded in cooperation with the Council of European Bishops Conferences— but is now independent, said there has been a 25% increase in Catholic churches, attacks on Catholic churches in the first two months of the year, Mm. compared with the same time last year. Its executive director, Ellen Fantini, told Newsweek that while in many cases the motive for the attacks was not known, no, really, no. I find that hard to believe so, too. So, so you, let me let me find let me get this straight. Uh, the attacks on on churches no are up twenty five percent, right? Yep. Da, da, but but nobody knows why or how, Not or we don't do any investigative reporting to try to figure out nope. what's going on with this. Come on. She went on to say, Mike, that France faced growing problems with uh, anti Christian violence, especially by anarchists, and wait for it. Feminist group. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a group so, that with a long-term track record of a of yeah, burning down violence against Catholics. <laughs> so the so let me just get this straight. What a joke. The executive director of this new uh, a Vienna-based observatory of intolerance and discrimination against Christians in Europe believes that the feminist groups 
are the big problem that they had that that these Catholic wow. churches in won't even are won't even admit Feminist the groups. real problem over there. Right? Wow. As as the as these wow. as these symbols of Christianity are burning down. As they're burning down, we can't even we can't even admit what the real problem is and look into it and really be honest with what's happening yeah. over there. Let me just read a couple of things that have happened. Best of luck, quick. by the way, because that's yeah, going to go from twenty-five luck. to fifty percent yeah. real quick. So vandals in the last twelve months have smashed statues. They've knocked down tabernacles. They have scattered or destroyed the Eucharist. Mm. They have torn down crosses. Uh, they have committed arson. Hmm. In fact, just last month, and I didn't even I, again I didn't even know this. I didn't see this reported. Uh, the St. Sulpice Church uh, was uh, caught on fire while people were inside and attending Mass. Hmm. Firemen on the ground said it was no accident. This was set intentionally, is wow. what they said. So the, the biggest symbol in Europe is up in flames, and nobody can even question that, huh? So here's what this woman, Ellen, goes on to say. And I just want to read the rest of this, because this is really Be, just before, but Before I forget, by the way, if you wouldn't mind, too, if we can play that video that you played earlier in our podcast. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'll play the I, chef one. I think, here's what this Ellen goes on to say. I think there's a rising hostility in France against the church and its symbols, but it seems to be more against Christianity and the symbols of Christianity. These attacks are on symbols that are really sacred to parishioners, to Catholics. Desecration of consecrated hosts is a personal attack on Catholicism and Christianity, more than spray-painting a slogan on the outside wall of a church, which she's right when you talk about desecrating the Eucharist and things like that. Mm -hmm. She goes on to say, though, she said that while France had a long tradition of secularism, it was seen as a culturally Christian country. Hmm. And so any attack on the church as a symbol of religion was also an attack on authority and patrimony. Hmm. The pressure, quote, the pressure is coming from radical secularists or anti-religion groups as well as feminist activists who tend to target churches as a symbol of the patriarchy that needs to be dismantled. You, Ellen, don't have a clue. Wow. I mean, honest to God, so this is the person who's in charge, the executive director of anti-Christianity in Europe. This is what her conclusions are. That is the patriarchy of the Catholic Church that's causing feminists to start them on fire and attack them. Attacks on church up 25%. Sure. Nowhere to be found in sure. the mainstream media. Uh, uh, what, what do you think would happen if, if uh, the number of mosques that were on fire were up 25% over that same yeah. time frame? That I'm would sure be they, national sure news. blame the feminists, right? National news. Yep. I'm sure they would blame the same feminists for this. Yeah. Because mosques would never be a symbol of a patriarchy. No, 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 no. There's, there's not oppression of women or any sort of no. uh, male dominance in, no, no. in that religion. Not treat, whatsoever. treat, treat anyway. gay people and women fairly. Well, yeah. Hearts go out to those in France. Very sad, uh, very sad week for uh, for Catholics. Could, could you the play world. that video quick, Glenn? Do you have that by yeah, chance? I do. I got it right here. Because I think yep. that's really important to show how now Fox News has turned into CNN. Yeah, pretty much. Here we go. Felipe Carcente is on the line with us, a French elected official who is in Paris now. Uh, Felipe, what what have you seen and what do you know? Well, I was um, I was uh, close to the scene when it happened, and no, I left the place because I we want to let people work around it. Everybody's really under shock now in France. I would tell you something. It's um, even if nobody no, no, nobody died. I mean, it's like a 9/11. It's a French 9/11, you know, and it's um, it's a big shock. I mean, this uh, church was there for more than 850 years, uh, even, even the Nazis didn't dare to destroy it. Um, and you need to know that for the past years, we had churches desecrated each and every week in France, all over France. So, of course, you will hear the story about the 
the politically correct, the political correctness, which will tell you that it's probably an accident. Sir, but sir, sir, I, we're not going to speculate here of the cause sure of something. Sure you are. You speculated that it was an accident. If you have <laughs> observation, if you have observations or you know something, we would love to hear it. Mm. No, I'm just telling you something. What you need to be ready no, sir, we're not doing that here. No, we're not, not going to no, do investigative sir. reporting here. Okay. Felipe Carcente, it's very not, good of you to be we're here. We're not going to try to. Dumps him. He dumps, <laughs> dumps him. Yeah. Felipe Carcente, good of you to be here. And bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. You're not fitting it up. But let me just get this straight. Because you, Fox, you you speculated all afternoon. Yes, yes. All evening <laughs> all that all this afternoon. was probably an accident yeah. started in the construction near the spire. That's right. what you said right. repeatedly you, over and over. By the way. what you speculated. To say that I would think you would have some kind of Shame information that says Joe on Shame the scaffold on with yeah. the torch yep. <laughs> fell over in room yep. 222, and we've yep. got a very high probability that that's yep. where it started, right? Yeah. Shame on you, Fox News, yep. for putting this clown Shep Smith on the yes. air. Shame and by the way, you. not saying that it was a terrorist, not saying, but <laughs> no, look at maybe you, it you, is an accident. You absolutely have to put that on the table, knowing not? that the number of churches that have been under uh, that have been and, vandalized and attacked are up 25 percent over the last few months, right? And that's all and, the guy was saying. Yes, yeah. all the guy that's was right. saying was, "Look at put this in the context here. We've had an attack on a Catholic church every week." For the past 12 months, and a 25% increase in attacks in the last two months of the first two months of this year. So I'm just putting it out there as let's be prepared to look at all. Nope, 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 nope uh-uh. Cut, Cut them right off. off. Yep. Take them out. Not on my watch, sir. Not We're not going to speculate here. Not on my watch. <laughs> like, my honestly, watch. give me a break, uh, Shep. Get off the air, you let's, loser. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we are right. going to talk a little bit about the retirement crisis out there and saving. We'll tr- maybe try to get to some of your calls and questions. Uh, you got to go to Bernie and de Blasio first. Though, yeah, talk about Democrat privilege, which, Glenn, you've been talking about week after week after week here. Democrat privilege. Uh, you know, the interview on Fox News basically summed up the the oh, Democrat yeah. Party. Bernie Sanders summed up the Democrat Party in about 60 seconds. Yep. 60 seconds it took for us to know. True. Now, we, uh, most, most of us we were preaching we the choir, but yeah. we know that. But the 60 <laughs> seconds, this interview, which we'll play, 60 seconds basically wraps them up into a nice, neat little box. Okay. Uh, we do manage money for a living, folks. If you think like us, you know, this is the place where money meets politics. Monday through Friday, we manage money. Um, whether you're in Western, here in Western New York, our flagship office, 305 Spindrift, 633-1515. We have registered investment advisors, certified financial planners, and chartered financial analysts, including specialists in Social Security planning, estate planning, college planning, uh, divorce planning, and Medicare planning. So, and these are registered specialists, so use them as a resource. And down in South Florida, 561-641-2000. 614-2000-561-614-2000. And we've got a few uh, advisors down there, independent uh, advisors that can walk you through a homework process. So, again, use them as a resource. We'll be back on News Radio 930 WBN and WFTL down in South Florida. Don't turn the dial. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at Star 930. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. First hour going out to South Florida, WFTL. If you're uh, down in the Palm Beach area, Lauderdale area, thanks for tuning in. And I'm uh, not sure we're going to get to some phone calls today. We'll see. Uh, I'm trying to do trying to maybe a little bit of a catch-up show. did want to end up talking about the retirement crisis out there and, and the fact that, you know, 
Uh, so many of folks you know, 20, 30 years ago relied on pension plans that were put into place, you know, whether it was companies like Bethlehem Steel or General Motors. And, and of course, now today it's all 401k plans and, you know, having to do it on your own. And the retirement crisis is saying there's not enough people putting enough money away and mm-hmm. Social Security isn't going to cover it. So we'll talk as the show progresses about putting together and making sure you've got a proactive plan and, and really embracing some of the new uh, homework and the new uh, technology that's out there where you can bring everything together in a nice, neat package, simple to understand. I think a lot of people are very intimidated about doing a financial plan, and you shouldn't be. You're not a financial planner. You're not expected to be a financial planner. Uh, but uh, you know, it doesn't mean you can't put everything together, look at it on the big screen, and really get a, a visual picture of where you are. So, again, if you want our team to help you, 633-1515, locally here in western New York, and down in south Florida, we have an office in Palm Beach, 561 614 2000, 614 2000. Um, let's go to de Blasio. Let's, let's talk to Blasio. <laughs> this week, by the way. This, I, I love he was angry. Trump. De Blasio oh, was angry. angry. He was All angry. The liberals are angry. They're this angry. The, the fact that President Trump, though, is able to absolutely troll these liberals <laughs> just makes me smile. He's the best. It warms my heart. When it you really troll, <laughs> it makes me think of, like, uh, you know, just a really good fisherman with the best lures. Just <laughs> the best. It's just trolling for them, letting it out there, knowing exactly where they're hanging and what to use. He just opens up and like entraps them. It's like alley-oop and slam. So, of course, <laughs> President Trump comes out last week and says, hey, you want illegal immigrants in these sanctuary cities? We'll not, give them to you. Not a bad idea. Well, not a bad idea. We'll release all the immigrants that we catch that we can't deport, On that we way. can't hold anymore. Yep. We'll just release them in your sanctuary cities. De Blasio <laughs> loses it. De Blasio, because he's dumber than a bag of hammers, falls right into the Trump trap. Yep. Right yep. Now, other mayors did not. And I'll give them credit. Rahm Emanuel down in Chicago said, okay, fine. As a welcoming city, this is a quote from Rahm, as a welcoming city, we would welcome these migrants with open arms, just as we welcome Syrian refugees, just as we've welcomed Puerto Ricans displaced by Hurricane Maria. Uh, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said the city would be prepared to welcome these immigrants, just as we've embraced our immigrant communities for decades. They didn't fall for it. De Blasio, not so bright, Bill. Not so bright. <laughs> he comes out. He just loses oh, it. Yeah. It's illegal, he screams. I'm suing you. I'm no way. Sue. I'll see you in court, and we're going to beat you. How <laughs> dare you? It's just plain illegal. Eek, eek. He loses it. Falls right into the Trump trap. De Blasio, you have been punked. Equally, totally equally punked. as dumb. We have Cher, right? So Cher for years. Yeah, she's wearing a MAGA good, hat now. Good old left-wing liberal Cher, right? She says, we need to help all these people. I yep. hate Trump. Shame yep. on him. Bring him into the country. Oh, oh, oh my town. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you want to my, my bad Wait a minute. Whoa, oh. wait a minute. Uh, we, 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 we can't even. <laughs> That's going to cost us a lot of we, money. It's we, just going to. We have enough poor wait. people, she says. We can't take care of them. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Tell no. me more. Tell me. Really? No way. Welcome to the conservative party, Cher. Tell me more. Share. So wait We're a minute. A let, me, let me back this up for a second. Share. So you're telling me that we have enough of our own problems. We don't oh. need more. Mm. Oh. oh, where have I heard that before, <laughs> President Trump? I don't, I don't know. Where have you I heard that, Share? You can't make this stuff up. Honest you, to God. Honest to God, you cannot make this stuff up. The Blasio is, is, is the, the picture of right uh, somebody sent me a picture on Facebook, and he was his face was like bright red, like fire engine red. Yeah. Like, oh, they're sending them to me. Oh, my gosh. They're, Classic. They're, they're not de Blasio. They're they're not. He doesn't want his property values right. to go down, right? So, he doesn't want them hanging out on his street corner. He doesn't want it turning into San Francisco, where now the problem in San Francisco. The, true story, Glenn. I read this the other day that the problem they 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 now say 
don't make sure you wear shoes, right? Because we used to say we, we make sure you wear shoes because there's feces in the street. You yeah. certainly don't want to be walking around with sandals and stepping them. Now right. what the advice is is don't wear new shoes because yeah, you are going to step in it. You are going <laughs> yeah. to step in it. So you don't want to ruin your new pair of shoes. That's right. So wear old whatever shoes. Wear, so you've got your garbage shoes. And you hold your brand new pair of shoes until you get to the new location, and then you can you can switch shoes. I mean, uh, when does this stop? I mean, how dumb are these people? I mean, do you ever start to take a step back and say, let's just look at some of the facts and where we are and how we can treat this and handle it? And I, I just it's amazing to me. But as to your point, Donald Trump baits him, hook, line, and sinker, catches him, and throws him in the boat. It's unreal. Yep, exactly. And they fall right for it. They fall right for it. You know, Kamala Harris is out there saying the same thing. Wait, 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 wait a minute now. It's just funny. Yeah. I just I just love the fact that he just fell right into it, though. Yeah. He just fell right for it to Blasio. Wait a minute. The best part is, like, Bill, if you don't want illegal immigrants in your city, then stop releasing them. Yeah. They catch these folks, right? The, the whole idea of a sanctuary city is what they say is, we're not going to detain people that we catch for ICE. We're just not going to do it. Yeah. So if ICE says, hey, please hold this guy on a federal retainer until we can get there and pick him up, the, the sanctuary cities say, nope, we're not going to work with you, feds. Uh, go pound dirt. Too bad. We're going to let them go. So they're letting them go in their own communities. And then when President sa- President Trump says, okay, well, we'll just send them all to your community. That's what you want. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They just freak out. No. It's just the hypocrisy with the left is just classic, whether it's be driving big SUVs, telling us we should all drive roller skates, you know, telling us that we have to, you know, eliminate air travel like Akasha Cortez. Well, I mean, even the senator, uh, what was her name? Uh, senator, uh, 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 oh, I can't think of her name. Her, 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 is it... Uh, Oh, the, the Hawaiian uh, senator. Hmm. She's going, yeah, I'm, I absolutely support the, the Green New Deal. Really? Because <laughs> I don't got know, last time plane. you checked, Hawaii, <laughs> did, pretty much the commerce there is um, tourism. Well, it's Mr. tourism, right? Mr. Lee came up with a good idea. We'll just Man. come up with the, what, what do you say, the blue dragon or whatever. We'll ride yeah, it. Just, that was awesome. <laughs> that was just, did we ever play we'll, that on the air? Cause we'll that was ride it back ever. and forth. No, but I want to turn yeah. it into some commercial spots for sure. Just the best. <laughs> so, but, he just put, but seriously, she's out there going, yeah, I fully support it. Really? Yeah. Because that would basically, you're supposed to represent represent your state that's right <laughs> right that's the, that's the idea of you being need, a senator or you, a representative for your state you need, you're supposed to represent the people of your state yeah. you would destroy your economy you're right. going back to grass huts that's right without uh, oh. airplanes to hawaii i got that's news right. for you. you and you'd be and you'd be cutting down every tree just to heat your home that's on right. a few occasional amazing cold but, but not for them but akasha uh, cortez she's taking all kinds of flights no problem, no problem. you know a, a pelosi tells us we all have to you know no more air travel i support it yet she flies across the country so it's all these liberals are. It's good for you. You make the sacrifice, not me. Not me. And that's where Bernie Sanders comes in, and we'll Ooh. play his clip next. Yeah, and then we'll play it after the break here. We're going to take a short break. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Place where money meets politics. Anita's throughout the week, folks. We do manage money for a living, 633-1515. If you're locally here in western New York, we do have, a, uh, have an office down in the Palm Beach area, 561 uh, area code 561 if you're interested in a referral down there. Um, and again, 633-1515. Real quick break here on News Radio 930 WBEN and WFTL for the first hour down in South Florida. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. 
righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN here in Western New York. Uh, first hour, by the way, going down to South Florida, WFTL AM 850. And the show goes down from Palm Beach to Lauderdale area, and I think all the way over to uh, Tampa, Naples area over that way, right, Scott? Almost to Tampa. Uh, it does get to Naples, not quite to Tampa. It does get to Naples, covers Miami all the way up to Fort Pierce, so a good chunk of the East Coast. And, you know, Mike and I do go back and forth to Florida quite a bit as well. So if you want to meet with Mike or I, you may have to schedule it a few weeks in advance, but you can certainly do that. Uh, as well, and we're happy to meet with you personally, along with one of our associates that are in that uh, Florida market. So, yeah, and, and it's uh, a big station, though. And let me sure. say this: we have a down. number of. In fact, this was this week. We have uh, new clients that uh, were welcomed into the Western New York with a Buffalo firm, mm-hmm. and their intentions are to move down to South Florida. And we right. said, um, you know, that's not a problem. We have that's advisors right. down there, and we do work as a collective team. And so, you know, when you move down there, you'll know somebody down there. If some you need something, they will be there. We'll be here. We can all work as a team. And and so, if you plan on relocating and you're interested in a, in a firm that, you know, has the ability to have somebody down there to help, you know, that's our firm, 633-1515. And, of course, uh, that's our, our sp- uh, flagship office here in 561-614-2000 down in South Florida. Uh, like us on Facebook, by the way, and follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. A lot of the stuff we talk about we post to our Facebook page. And our website, uh, The Financial Guys, will update you on uh, upcoming workshops and uh, you know, just a number of different things that, that, you know, we're doing every month. We do a different breakout at the flagship workshop in uh, Buffalo. And oftentimes we do um, stuff down in South Florida. So our website will keep you up to date. Um, by the way, May 18th, if you're a veteran, we're going to be doing our radio show live from the Buffalo, from our Buffalo office, our Western New York office. And, um, you know, if you're a veteran, I don't care when you served, you qualify for a number of different things that you may not be aware of. Some of them are discounts and some of them are estate planning and and really money related issues. And so we're going to have some breakouts starting at noon, uh, 12 o'clock. And um, we'd love for you to register. I, I guarantee it will be worth your while. We'll probably have some hot dogs and some pop and stuff. But you know, stop by, uh, you know, whether it's, it looks like we're going to have two breakouts, one noon to one and then two to three, and then, you know, have some giveaways and stuff in between. But really uh, would be worth it for you to spend a little bit of time with us. We're going to do the radio show live, so you can, you know, stop by and say hi as well. But register for that workshop and find out what you're missing. Uh, 633-1515 is the local number in Western New York. So if you are a veteran, don't care when you served, uh, be worth it for you to spend a little bit of time and make sure you're not missing out on some of the stuff that is well-deserved. Of course, uh, uh, a free college uh, tuition, uh, you know, we talked about this two weeks ago. It makes me yeah. sick. They, New York State yep. defunding the gold star tuition, but yet making sure illegal immigrants college yep. education is now going to be covered. They got but. funded. Yeah, we talked about the budget last week, and maybe we'll get to it in the second hour. It's just a monstrosity. And yet another uh, another uh, a great economic uh, uh, you know, article comes out or, or study comes out, and it confirms that New York Post writes, yet another study confirms it. New York has the worst economic prospects for six straight years. The worst. The worst. We've been the bottom of the barrel, and yet Andy gives himself a 40% raise. We'll talk about that in the next hour. Makes yeah. you sick. Andy gives himself a, a 40% raise, and we continue to slide. Oh, and, by the way, and we'll talk more about this as the show progresses, but they continue to do the same thing. It's not like you can look at it and say, uh-huh. you know what, we've been the worst, but boy. I wonder why Florida and Texas and Tennessee are growing like they mm. are. I wonder why. I'm telling you, it, we're going to get to a point where they're going to have to have an exit tax to just get out of New York because so many people are leaving. The sixth straight year under Governor Cuomo that New York ranks dead last in economic outlook, according to the American Legislative Exchange Council. And, and their answer? 
rich states, poor Their states. Their answer? Sorry. More regulations, more taxes. That's right. More, more tax, regulations, more taxes. Oh, and a race for Andy. And a race yeah, for Andy. Such Randy. a great job. And, and a 40 And a 40% percent the private race. sector can come in dead last in your industry and get a 40% every single race. year and get a 40% raise. 40. 40. Not get fired. Not four. Not four. We'll get into that in the next <laughs> Not four. Amazing. Not even inflation, rider. No. 40. No, no, no. Amazing. Yeah, 40. Well deserved. Well, Although we got to definitely. Mr. Sanders. I mean, we yeah, have to talk let's, let's talk Sanders. Bernie Sanders because this kind of goes along with the last. I mean, you want to talk about the hypocrisy of the left. It's so frustrating. And and this, you know, our elected leaders are supposed to be leaders. They're supposed to be people that lead by example. Bird's like, why haven't you? Why didn't you pay more? Yeah. You, you make more money than I do. <laughs> what are you? Well, because I'm not the one proposing it, Bernie. That's right. I'm I want to pay less. I'm not the one out there saying, I running around the country, running for president, saying everybody should pay more taxes. Yeah. You are. I want to pay less. I'm saying I want to pay less. Yeah, right, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll so, share with you my story. Right? Also, Glenn and Amazing. I worked multiple jobs in college, right? We got out of college. We worked multiple jobs until our business took off. We mm-hmm. also worked 50, 60, 70 hours a week to make sure our business was growing, right? I don't want to give you more. That's right. <laughs> I'll I want to keep my money. Yeah, Thank I want to keep my money. I guess because we, guess what? You don't use it that widely. That's right. right? That's right. If Bridges I, to nowhere, planes yeah. for Pelosi, yeah. you know, booze for Pelosi, yeah, whatever. Shrimp on a treadmill. Shrimp yep. on a treadmill. Yep. Uh, the stinging bee study. The guy got a million dollars to tell us where bee stings hurt the most. I could have told you. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even need a I million dollars. I would have done that study for a half a million. I'm just telling you, I yeah. could didn't you have to I, I I could just speculate. If you if you think about where it would hurt the most, you'd mm. be right. <laughs> study no no study needed, right? No There's kidding. certain things you don't have to you know, how 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 administering cocaine to, to uh parakeets, you know, uh, against some frisky. Like seriously. This yeah. is the kind of stuff that they're putting I, out. That's there. an what honest ways? to God. That that was an honest to God. I forget. It might have been dollar. exactly like that, no, but it was, it was pretty, pretty close. close. It was pretty close. It was pretty to close that, to see if I'm if, paraphrasing, but it was close. Yeah, to see if cocaine made him, you know, get get more frisky. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Amazing. All right, so here's Bernie Sanders. This come, is on the Come Fox to find Town out Hall. it was the music that did it, not the cocaine. That's right. Yeah, who knew? Great. Perfect. <laughs> so next time we're breeding parakeets, we know to put on Sinatra and, 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 and not bother with the cocaine. Great. Yeah. Very useful study, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, so this was going on. This was a, uh, you know, down in, I guess, PA. They did a town hall meeting with, uh, with Fox, who's doing the hosting, and uh, had an audience. And this is the exchange between uh, Brett Baird. I can't think of the other anchor's name. My apologies to her, but she does a great job in calling him out on it. And, of course, Bernie Sanders. This is classic. Classic liberal hypocrisy. That's fine, Street. but I'm asking you about the wealthy and how much higher you would make it. You said yeah, you, I, you I, don't I, agree I, with 70%. Uh, what uh, would uh, your uh, number be? In the campaign in 2016, we talked about 52%. Right, 52%. 52%. So 52. would you be willing to pay 52% on the money that you made? Oh, you can volunteer. You can send a check. Oh, you can volunteer, too. We have a... But you, but you could. Pay. You're the one that wants to do it. How are they clapping for this moron? I know. Right? Uh, uh, stop that for one second. Who who is clapping for this moron? Right? Because she just called him out. That, and and tell said, people it's going to be somebody else that's going to pay the taxes. They clap. Yeah. If you, if you if you had a room full of people, I don't care if they're millionaires, if they're poor, if they're middle, doesn't matter. If you step up and say somebody else is going to pay more taxes. That's the, that's she, the mentality. Man. Great. She Clap didn't even, for that. She didn't even get to whacking him yet, right? But no. she, but that that's where it's coming. That's where it's, she's lining him up here, which is yep. good. But but you know, but it, but she's already alluded to the fact that he's not paying that rate, right? That's right. And he's get, already getting defensive about it. Like, oh, well, you could pay it too. No, no, Bernie, you, you're missing the point. Right. I don't want to pay it. Right. You're the one saying you that's want right. to pay it. Pay it. He's proposing a 52% tax for the people at his bracket. He paid 26. Yeah. So pay the other half, Bernie. Yeah. Can you pay the other half? Play, play the other part of that. That's great. Yeah. You make more money than I do. You make more money than I do. And she's not running for president. Oh, running we're going to fight for a wealth tax. And we're going to demand 
We'll get them in. We end the absurdity where major corporation after major corporation. You know what? Yeah, in, this tax bill, in this right tax now. bill that you are defending, families like the Koch brothers, of course you're defending it. Families like the Koch brothers get billions and billions of dollars in savings. That is absurd. Trump wants to repeal the entire estate tax. Huge tax breaks for huge, billionaires. Huge. huge. I only have so many cars. I, I mean, it's such a joke. <laughs> I, need, I need three houses. I need a heavy sports car. I meant four Because houses. that's the way it's supposed to be. Four Look, houses here's the thing. are bad. Here's the thing, Not three. You're the one running around the country telling everybody that makes a million dollars or more that they should pay yes. 52% of taxes. Here's the difference, Bernie. Here's the difference between most people in this country that actually make a million dollars or more. They employ other people. That's right. They actually write the paychecks <laughs> to a whole a whole bunch of people typically because they're small business owners. Now, contrast that with you, who paid your own staff minimum wage while telling everybody else in the country that we should be paying $15 minimum oh. wage. You were paying your guys 10 Only That's what you were doing. Only That's the liberal hypocrisy. Only, by the way, guys. in America can you hate capitalism, but yet yeah. still make a million dollars. Right. How did he make a million dollars? He wrote a book in and he became year. a politician. That's right. How many people did he employ yeah. writing that book? He, I'm sure a couple. Well, not that many. Right. We'll not that business owner who's run the pizzeria, busting his rump so that he can get close to the American dream. What Bernie wants is now that he's got his, now that he's in the elite class, now that he's the elected one, now that he's the one who can drive around in sports cars and fly around in jets, he doesn't want you to get there. Yeah. He doesn't. He wants wants to take 52% of your money so that he can go around and play Santa Claus around the country and act like a superhero, like he's taken out of well, his own pocket. And they, Meanwhile, what he did take out of his own pocket was 3%. That was, the, yeah. 3%. Just, you know, 3% of his tax return is what he, quote, donated to charities, That's which right. is a bunch of garbage. But it is the business model, right? The business model is, let's tell the poor people in the middle class that we're going to support you. Let's tell them that it's a nasty 1%, yep. and then let's sell them all this garbage yep. and make a million Two million. In the case of the Clintons, a hundred million dollars, right. or in the case of Obamas, twenty million dollars. Doing it right, Le- uh, yep. they don't. They, they, they could care less pockets. where the they could care less yeah. where the tax rates go. To be honest with you, they, all they care about all is lining money. their own pockets. That's, right. That's yep. their business model, right? Some people are televangelists. Some and they say, you know, and they raise their money that way, and they, and they've done a good job of creating all kinds of wealth being a televangelist. And and in this, in the case of the Democrats, their business model is pretend to help the poor, why they could right. care less about. It. If Bernie Sanders cared a bit about the poor, he would have donated 20 to 30 percent of his income last yep. year helping the poor. If he cared one ounce about where the tax rate should be at 52 percent, he would have wrote an extra check out of That's his right. million dollars and, yep. and put it into the Treasury and said, see, here, I'm. I, this is my mouth, and I'm support, and I'm backing right. it up with my checkbook. They don't right. care two bits, and no, these people don't. are too damn stupid to spend one minute to look into their backgrounds. It's a look shame. at the hypocrisy from these liberals. All I mean, you got uh, you got locally here. You got uh, Mark Polancars signing onto the Paris Climate Accord. Do you think Mark really cares about the climate? No. If Mark really cared about the climate, would he be having two be giant SUVs? Work. Right? Wouldn't <laughs> he be biking? biking to wouldn't work. he be taking the metro to work? Yeah. Wouldn't he be taking that beautiful, glorious subway that? we have yeah. on Main Street to work. Right. No, 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 he's not taking that to work. You know what he's taking to work? He's being driven there in a giant SUV, yeah. followed by two more giant SUVs uh, filled with armed police officers that they also hate. Tur- turning it is, on, by uh, the know, way. Arm, you know, Tur- the, the, the guns. Turning, turning, the, turning the cars on, by the way, underneath the Rand building where they park, right. right? So yep. the, can you think of the carbon monoxide that builds up down there? They don't care. I mean, what a mess that's got to be don't for care. the environment, It's right? obvious. You think Leonardo DiCaprio 
in his little brain really cares about the environment and he's no. cruising around the world on his mega yacht or flying around the country in his private yeah. jet. He literally, I mean, come on. He literally it's a scam. He literally gets escorted from place to place to place in a big yeah. SUV, gets on his yeah. private jet, and then for a photo op, spends one minute in some stupid little roller skate car so yeah. he can look good. And and then he says, hey, uh, just so you know, check out my movie. And he puts another $20 million right. in his bank account. That's right. Now, you know what I want you to see? I want, I want every single one of these people to donate 100% of their money to the poor people, right? You yep. really want to no, make they want, a difference? What they do is they'll engage in tax avoidance. Yeah. If they were to raise the taxes, Bernie Sanders oh, yeah, is he'd proposing be the first, over a trillion dollars yeah. He'll be the first one moving reason. to Florida. He'll be the That's first right. one moving to Florida. Even Akashi Cortez's mother did that. Yeah. Uh, uh, look. Here's the thing, you know, you got you got people like John Kerry voting for more taxes in Massachusetts while moving his yacht. That was a true story about a decade ago. Moving his yacht to Rhode Island so he could avoid the very same yacht tax that he supported. Yeah. So when they, if they do regain power and they do, uh, and they are able to raise taxes by a trillion dollars or more, which is what they want, and rip it out of your pocket, they will then engage in the, the to the best of their ability. They'll find ways to avoid taxes and they'll, you know, redock their yacht somewhere else. They'll and don't forget tax this. Schemes, do whatever. And don't forget this, by the way, folks. They will have already raised on the backs of the poor and the middle class millions of dollars yep. to be able so to hire matter. the finest accountants in the world to do that, right? That's right. And the Clintons are a perfect example of it. Let's oh, yeah. start a foundation. Masters. Let's hire our friends and family to run that foundation so we can pay them an income out of it. Let's make sure that that foundation pays for a lot of our stuff, like Chelsea's $13 million wedding. Because then we can buy everything at tax breaks and tax cost and right. blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on. They it's can amazing. care two bits about anything. And I, by the way, I, you just show me proof once that a Bernie Sanders actually planted a tree. Just right. once. No, but here's the <laughs> just what's once. frustrating, though, is that when in this country, you know, we're going to talk about retirement planning in the next segment. We need people that are going to start to lead by example. Yep. If Bernie said, we need to all pay 50% to kick Here's in, what I did. and I wrote an extra 20% because I was only a 26% yep. tax bracket, I might say, you know what? Okay, you're leading by example. Yeah. If Mark Polencars, our local county executive, decided that he was going to ride his bike to work as opposed to being fouled around by two giant SUVs, okay, sure. then I could at least have some respect for you to say you're leading by example. But we don't lead by example no. in this country. What's good for them is different for us. And then we want why we have this retirement crisis, why nobody's saving their money. Well, it's not easy to save when you're ripping half the money out of their paycheck, Bernie. It's not easy to get to retirement when 50% of your income is being ripped out of your pocket. And and don't tell me, it's, oh, it's only millionaires that have that. No. Once you get to about two, two fifty, three hundred thousand, especially those in New York, when you get the privilege of paying an extra 7 to 8% New York tax, on just a 30% hey, tax bracket puts you at 37, 38%. Hold that thought. Real quick break here on News Radio 930. WNWFTL. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN and WFTL for the first hour down in South Florida. This is the place where money meets politics. If you're new to the show, uh, Monday through Friday, we do manage money for a living. We have a, uh, we've departmentalized, and I really do believe we're we're the only we're the only firm that I know of in Western New York, and uh, I'm not sure about South Florida, but uh, you know that has different Certainly departments. Unique. Yeah, we're very unique, meaning that we have independent Medicare experts, uh, certified Social Security claiming strategist, certified 
divorce financial analysts, certified college planning experts, certified financial planners, registered investment advisors, chartered financial analysts. We're very comprehensive, and we work as a team. And, and just to give you an example of, of you know how folks are utilizing our team, literally this week we had somebody that, that started in the morning. We did a, a portfolio review. But uh, it, and, and it was a little bit more comprehensive because they are retiring very, very shortly, but they also needed to sign up for Medicare. So we were able to bring in a Medicare independent expert to be able to walk them through and make sure they, they were able to pick the right plan. And then I grabbed uh, Mike Hayflick, who happens to be a certified Social Security claiming strategist. And we, we put a comprehensive plan together on, you know, how we were going to take Social Security. As far as I know, there's no other firm in Western New York that has that type of compre- you know, comprehensive package all in one. So it's 633. In South Florida. 15, 15. <laughs> which, in South Florida. Sadly, what you have in South Florida is a lot of sales shops. Well, I mean, what, I, what, what you hear on the air, the, the, even on this station the here. The guaranteed is, greatest investment oh show. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, look, and, and, and on TV, too, it's not just South Florida. I mean, yeah. you got what's his name on, on CNBC going, I would rather die in rotten hell than yeah. ever buy an annuity or sell yeah. an annuity. You got the other people on the radio going, why would you ever, don't put your money in the Wall Street casino. You, everyone should have annuities. <laughs> look, you know, here, here's the trick when it comes to financial planning is that, number one, the products are, are less important, to be honest, than the process. That's right. and, I th- and that's what we can talk about now when, in, re- in context of this retirement the uh, crisis, crisis. yeah. Right? The, the retirement crisis, this was an article written on CNBC by Bob Pisani. Uh, he's usually the guy doing a lot of the bond stuff. The three legs of the retirement stool, private savings, pensions, and Social Security, are all in dire shape. At Vanguard, the median 401k account for an average investor at 65 years old is a measly $58,000. Now, the median means that's not the average. The average is 190-something thousand. But the median means that half the people have more and half the people have less. So half the people... At sixty-five at retirement, less than fifty-eight thousand bucks. Have less than fifty-eight thousand dollars, right? Wow. Um, so this is a huge crisis. People are not saving enough. We know this. They're relying and, and, on other things, and they're waiting too long. And think about this in an interest rate environment that's extremely low, right? So you do that's the right. math, right? I mean, pick a number. Okay, I want to. Excuse me, I want to take three percent of sixty thousand. Well, I, I don't know how many bills that's going to pay, but you know, you know how much of yeah. of your personal need on a monthly basis, that's going to offset, but not that much, right? So no. you really, really have to do the plan. The other part of the crisis, we can talk more about this in the next hour, is you know, I don't think really people truly understand what they're invested in. And Vanguard, by the way, was in our yep. office last week. A lot of these companies will stop by and they'll talk to our traders and our investment advisors and our planners. And you know, one of the studies that I always remembered from Vanguard was the fact that their, their uh, investors made a return of less than 2% over the last you know right. decades, right? And you'd say, well, how could that be? All the investments in there earned higher than that. They all yep. seemed to do pretty well, or most of them seemed to do pretty well. They were using the tools wrong, right? And right. I'll tell you what, there's three phases to investing. There's the accumulation phase. You can make all kinds of mistakes. You, uh, Mike Hayflick says you can become dumbly rich, <laughs> meaning yep. that yep. you can invest in the wrong things, but the market's going up. And because you're investing on a monthly basis, because you're trying to take advantage of it, your dollar cost averaging, you can make mistakes. The last phase is the, uh, I'm going to pass my money on phase, right? You're dead. <laughs> yep. I mean, nobody wants to do that wrong, but you're not here. The right. harvesting phase, where you harvest money, absolutely imperative that you get that phase right. Here's the two biggest mistakes I think investors make. Number one is they don't understand the amount of risk they're taking in their portfolio. What that leads to is it leads to that gap that you just talked about, the difference between what they should have returned but what they did return. I'm going to coin that as the emotion gap. 
because it's the motions that drive those decisions at the wrong time, the wrong decisions at the wrong time. So the gap, if you looked at the average rate of return for any of the, let's say, a, a Vanguard fund out there or something, and you looked at the average investor, there's a gap. That gap is the emotion gap. Well, the emotion gap happens because at some point we didn't take enough time up front to assess what level of risk, or you didn't take, because we do this, you didn't take enough time up front to assess the level of risk that you were willing to take. So what happens is when you do go through a correction, you get uncomfortable and you make a decision at the wrong time because of emotions. It's very important. We use a system called Risk Pro. It's a software so that not only can we really dial in exactly what you're willing to lose because you have to make that decision. What am I willing to lose before I change strategies? Because that's what you don't want to do. You want to stay the course. If we can dial that right in, then we can match one of our independent solutions portfolios directly up and match what your tolerance for risk is. So making that uh, that mistake up front and not understanding what you're willing to bear in downside risk is a big problem for investors. The second well, biggest mistake is investors don't have goals. Right. They don't know what they're investing well, towards. They don't right? know what their number is. That's they don't right. know what their number is. We talk about this all the time. How much? Do you know how much you need for retirement? I don't know. I think I hear about a million or I hear this rule of thumb. Don't guess at it. We can do the calculation to dial it exactly into exactly how much you need to save and what you need to get to for a secure retirement. And then the last part about that is once you accomplish that is, as you alluded to earlier, how are you going to take those distributions? We have software that can show you exactly where those your money or your income is going to come from when you retire. How much is going to be Social Security? What's going to come from principal? What's going to come from growth? And then the last part of that is, is we can look at that to try to maximize the tax efficiency or minimize the amount of taxes going to Uncle Sam so that in retirement, you're putting more money in your pocket and less money in their well, pocket. Hold so. that thought. We'll talk more on the other side of the break here. If you're down in South Florida and you need a referral down there, 561614. 2000, and of course, here in Western New York, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. This is the place where money meets politics. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, uh, and uh, our website, thefinancialguys.com. So any specific financial questions, you just reach out and we'll uh, do our best to point you in the right direction. We're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back on News Radio 930 WBN or go to our website. You can listen to the rest of the show if you're down in South Florida and you uh, want to catch some more, financialguys.com. We'll be back. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. The whole idea about going to electrical automobiles and trucks is to reduce carbon uh, dioxide and the other emissions into the atmosphere. Recently, there was a news out of Japan that they are spending, I don't know how many billions of dollars to improve their hydrogen distribution uh, services. The rest of the world is moving forward and you guys are stuck in the mud. Well, let me ask you this, David. Which electric car are you driving? I'm a poor man. I can't afford it. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All 
Alrighty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, and we are the financial guys with you each and every Saturday here for decades. <laughs> yeah, and, decades. Uh, That's amazing. Place where money meets politics and um, love to be uh, the part of the WBN family. And uh, if you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515. If you think like us, you know, we get to work with people Monday through Friday that think like us and that really, truly is important to us. Again, 633-1515. Uh, by the way, turning 65, we have independent Medicare reps in our office. And I can't stress enough, pick the, pick the, right, Medicare plan, pick the right Medicare plan. That's a tongue twister. Um, but independent advice is key. And whether you ride all around town and shop all the plans or you come in and meet with one of our independent experts, it's not going to cost you a penny more, I assure you. And uh, they can match you up with uh, your goals and objectives with with the, the right plan that works for you. So 633-1515. And, of course, independent uh, Medicare experts, Social Security experts, college planning experts. Um, we do have a upcoming um, event. that's We're actually going to be doing our radio show live from our flagship office, 305 Spindrift, on May 18th. And uh, it's an open invitation to veterans. So if you served, first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, you qualify for a lot of different discounts, and, and you know, including different money management and estate planning tools. Sometimes that you just we need to make sure you you're aware of, right? Whether that's a discount on your auto insurance, or whether it's a discount on your. Um, property taxes, or whether it's estate planning and nursing home protection. And so uh, Roxanne will be there. Of course, Jay Blanchard, our, uh, our Jay was in the service, and he's going to really host uh, the event. So May 18th, if you're a veteran, noon to 3, we're going to have different breakout sessions. Register, okay? You can you can register, fill in from noon to 1, hang around. We start the radio show at 1, so you can hang around, say hi. We'll have refreshments there and things. But if you can't make the noon or the noon's full, then we're going to have another work to, uh, breakout at 2, okay? 633-1515. And I'm telling you, um, you know, the room only fills about 50 people. So if you're a veteran, I would encourage you to stop by and say hi that day. May 18th, 633-1515. Reserve your seat. Uh, last hour, we're talking about the retirement crisis. We were all over the place. We are talking about the retirement crisis and yeah. uh, the Vanguard study that the average 60-something-year-old only has $58,000 set aside yep. for retirement. Um, you know, I've said there's, and we said last hour, I think there's two different crises and something that people need to be very aware of. Number one is, um, you know, the, the yeah, we didn't save enough money. Now, we don't see a lot of those people, Glenn, because they don't come into our office. You know, we invest right. money. Uh, the second part of it, though, is I think there's a lot of folks that are not properly diversified. And I think the other thing you got to be really careful about right now is what we call the silent thief, which is inflation. You know, it used to be, hey, I can just put my money in a CD and earn 7%. Well, CD rates are 1% or 2% now, and it's right. a different world. And you need Big to difference. make sure you're extremely diversified to be able to tackle you know, not only being able to keep up with your lifestyle, but keep up with that lifestyle as it continues to grow because the cost of goods and milk and cookies uh, go up throughout the years. That's right. There was actually another recent study. I like my studies. Um, this we got from Andy. This is a Morningstar study. And Morningstar looked at different withdrawal rates over time and, and what portfolios could safely support. And, you know, some of the old rules of thumb, and that's why I think it's important to really understand and customize what your personal plan is. Because I hear a lot of these rules of thumbs out there. Well, rule of thumb is I'll need 80% of my income that I earn now in retirement. Well, rule of thumb is I made I need. Look, there's no rules of thumbs when it comes to things like your financial lifestyle, right? 
everyone's financial situation is going to be different. You should customize a plan to that. Um, but when you look at the, the uh, so Vanguard did a study, uh, low bond yields and safe portfolio withdrawal rates. This goes back to 2013. So this is an older study. Uh, but still very valid today because we really haven't moved very much with interest rates. But it says using this model, we find a significant reduction in safe withdrawal initial uh, safe initial withdrawal rates. A four percent initial real withdrawal rate, having approximately fifty percent probability of success. So what they're saying is the old adage of four percent a withdrawal rate is now down to a fifty percent success rate over a thirty-year retirement period. Uh, now uh, to get to a ninety percent probability of achieving retirement income goals over the 30-year time horizon retirement, uh, and assuming a 40% equity portfolio, uh, you'd look at about a 2.8% withdrawal rate is what the expectation would be, which means that you need about 43% more in savings to satisfy that withdrawal rate versus the 4%. So it's very important to really, that second mistake that people make is really not understanding what that real number is. How much do I really need to, to save for retirement? And where am I going to draw my income from? That first mistake you alluded to, and that is not understanding risk, which goes all hand in hand with not being properly diversified. What happens in that case, we spend a lot of time in our office on homework. You've heard us talk about homework. Those of you that listen to us for whether it be one year or 20 years, you know, we've talked about homework for a long, long time. Yep. Um, the homework is important. We take a lot of time up front really trying to match up what a person's have a gain, gaining an understanding of what their comfort level with port, port, portfolio volatility and risk is. If the market goes down 20% and that's going to cause you to go to cash or to make another, to change your investment strategy, then 20% downside is too much. So we need to do a lot of the work up front, and we use some sophisticated software to do this, to really try to figure out what is your downside tolerance? How much can you bear before you're going to make a change? And that becomes our blueprint for how we're going to invest and how we're going to match up one of our portfolio models to make sure that we're in line with what that downside comfort level is. So that way, when we do have a correction, you're not up at night. You're more willing to stay the course. Those investors are the most successful in the long run because they stay the course without making adjustments. But if you don't know what your risk is and you're not properly diversified, then the next correction is just going to wipe you out of the market like it does with so many people. So many, yep. So many. So many. 633-1515, by the way, if you'd like to pop into our office for a complimentary consultation, 633-1515. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and uh, The Financial Guys. Uh, And you know what, I'll I'll tell you, I'll just add to that, and we'll go back into talking a little bit about New York State here in a second, but um, you know, not only is the homework important, the process is important, but making sure you're embracing technology. And I can't For tell sure. you how technology has, you know, as I was talking to a client the other day and I said, technology has been awesome and it's been awful. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, I said, I think it's really been awful because I see some of these kids today, they don't go out and play basketball or, you know, hide and seek outside. They're, they're 100% inside, you know, embracing the technology in the new world. And I'm not sure that's great, but I will say that it has made our job, certain parts of our job, so much easier. And but the fact of the matter is, you got to work with a firm that's embracing it, and you got to work with a firm that's continuing to grow and build out and embracing the new and new and new and new and new technology because literally it changes all the time. And uh, there's some pretty big institutions out there that you know we can piggyback on to be able to help us adapt and continue to grow. 
But there's some old school firms out there that just really haven't done that. And, you know, that's as you're doing your interview process, if you're out looking for a new firm, I would tell you to make sure that they are embracing technology, to make sure that they're using financial planning software where you can see your overall picture. You can visually hold on to where you are and where you need to go. Again, 633-1515. I want to definitely mix in, you know, some of the uh, uh, New York State worst New York worst economic prospects. Uh, and Andrew Cuomo, by the way, was rated what the the lowest growth governor in the country, or what, what was what is highest he, uh, paid governor in the country? Well, highest I paid for sure. <laughs> He's ever certain. He was the highest paid, but along with that, didn't we? Wouldn't we have something that was? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. But but anyways, New York Post uh, worst economic prospect, New York State by far, which is really sad. So yeah, it's amazing. Again. So this uh, the every year. Uh, the American Legislative Exchanges Council. Now, this was, um, I know, I just read who was on it. I forgot now. Um, what'd you call it? Uh, well, I'll go back to it. I'll just read it real quick. So, this is a report. It's written every year. It's the 12th edition. They've done it for the last bunch of years. John Williams, uh, Stephen Moore, and uh, Dr. Art Laffer, who's the. Uh, the and as you said, boy, if we could get curve. him on the oh, Laffer curve, right? Fantastic. Identifying, um, you know, where you should optimal be, in the, yeah, the the optimal tax rate, boy. And it's funny because if if people would just listen to him, it actually makes so much sense. sense, even for folks who aren't into economics and economic policy and. Just makes sense. Okay, where's the most efficient place to be, right? You can take a Democrat, you can put him in a room, and you can say, look at, are you for higher taxes? Yes. Okay, if you started a business, and let's just say it's a candy shop, and you paid zero taxes, would you be okay with that? Oh, no, no, everybody's got to pay their fair share. Let's just say you worked really hard and it was a successful candy shop, right? But you mortgaged your house to start it, you owed some people back, you worked 70 hours a week. Would you be willing to, you know, pay taxes? Absolutely, I would. Okay, what if that candy shop was very successful and I took 100 percent of your money? Well, that wouldn't be fair, right? So, the right answer is not zero, right? We all think that there's some kind of a, a positive for government, whether that's roads or bridges or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, military, borders, right, and protecting someday. ourselves, right? But <laughs> most of them would say, well, you can't take 100 percent of everybody's money. Nobody would go to work. <laughs> okay. Well, then if we can't take zero, we can't take 100, then it's got to be somewhere in between, right? And what is that optimal mix? And and of course, it's a lot lower than where we are today. According to Howard Laffer. He did a lot of studies on it, and, and there's actually been the most recent study on it was done by a liberal. And uh, even the liberal organization that did the study found out that the optimal tax rate is still somewhere below 30. Below 30. So we're still above that. And so, you start to think about that, <clears throat> just really conceptually get your arms around that. Like, well, look at if I start a company and I'm really, really successful and I lost a third of my money, I'd still go to work, right? I'd still say, yeah, I don't like paying it. That's a lot of money, but I'd still go to work. Anything in excess of that gets to be a negative, where they say, you know what? And we see this all the time. You know what? I'm sick and tired of the government taking half my money. I'm not going to work anymore. I'm not going to start another business. Why? To lose half of it? And so that economic productivity ceases to exist because of that. Right. So this article and this study is is amazing. This study is the annual Rich States, Poor States study. It came out uh, last Monday. And uh, basically, it, it's the title of this uh, article from New York Post. It's on our social media page. Yet another study confirms that New York has the worst economic prospects. So they look at you know what the future prospects look like. And so let me just read this article because it's like it take me one minute. Here's an awful bragging right for the state. For the sixth straight year under Governor Cuomo, New Yorkers rank or New York ranks dead last in economic outlook. 
in the American Legislative Exchange. The study used 15 measures, including taxes, minimum wage laws, regulatory burdens, labor policies, etc., to gauge which states are poised to achieve greater economic prosperity and which are stuck on the path to lackluster economies. It also notes that over the last decade, New York has seen more than 1.3 million residents move out of the state. Rich states, it says, tend to attract new residents, while poor states, uh, poor ones, prompt them to flee. Americans continue to vote with their feet across states, and they are voting strongly in favor of states that have created a free market environment conducive to economic growth and opportunity. Indeed, it's almost as if Cobo has been trying to strangle upstate New York. His fracking ban deprived the region of huge economic boost. His Buffalo Billion program has been an utter bust. And uh, Alex, see, Alex's study is just the latest to note New York's grim economic prospects with others, like the Tax Foundation, also citing the state's lousy economic climate. Cobo may not be shooting for last place, but alas, he doesn't seem to want to avoid it either. <laughs> and for that... He gives himself a 40% raise because such a great job by making New York. This is why, by the way, folks, that we have to go to a solar city and say, we'll write you a check. Why we have to go to a movie theater and say, we'll write you a check. Why we have to go to Geico and say, we'll write you a check. Because nobody wants to come to New York and deal with the regulatory and the tax burden. And the regulatory burden is just as bad, uh, if not worse, than the tax burden. You know what's funny? We were talking earlier in the show about, you know, well, a lot of these taxes are geared toward the rich. Right. And so the, the lower the middle class in New York State are saying, eh, you know what, it's not hitting me. It's hitting somebody else. But when you look at the massive amount of regulations in New York State, right, it's they really everybody. are targeted for everybody. Right. And, and they really un- actually hurt the poor and the middle class the most. I'll give you an example. Um, you do not need to inspect your car in Florida. Right? right. Now, I'm in Florida quite a bit. We have an office down there. I, I go down there maybe once every other month. Right. Um, I'll tell you what, I don't see a lot of cars like just falling apart on the no. road. Right. No. And in fact, I don't see any more difference between Florida and New York, to be honest with you. Nope. So, and, and, and for the life of me, I can't they, figure out, like, is there a car inspector yeah. that, that is supposed to come to my house, like, and check and say, yes, this car is good. And it's, a, a, what is that for? Well, that, that's, it's, it's a tax, right? It's a tax. The right. tolls are a tax. The registration, every time I turn around in the state, I'm re-registering my car, right. right? And I think to myself, like, what, you couldn't keep track of it from a year or two ago? Right. <laughs> like, think about just a cigarette tax. Yeah. Think about the tobacco tax. Yeah. I mean, the, the vast majority of people that smoke are those that are the you know the, the middle class or lower yeah. economic the, status. How right? about the new medication tax or prescription yeah, drug the pain tax? tax. The, the pain, pain tax, tax that's going to sure. be good. I mean, all these things that start to add up and it's good. And they they do it under the the it's a regulation. We've yeah. got to regulate it. But for the life of me, I can never figure out what we're going to regulate that I have to register my car every yeah. what, is it every year, every, every two every years, year. Every, every other years. year. And so, but you, but you, when you're driving down the road, you see license plates from different states, right? I mean, if you see one from Florida (laughs) or Pennsylvania where there's no inspection, do you avoid it for fear that the wheels are going to fall off? I mean, do do you like, oh my God, steer clear. That one's from Florida. (laughs) It it could go, it could explode at any time. There's a Texas one. Be careful. Come on. Yeah, they don't have the regulations that we do in New York. Car from Texas about a quarter mile up. Yeah, right? <laughs> any I mean, any second is going to explode. Yeah, it's exactly. a joke. It's yeah. a total joke. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about uh, you and your money. We'll hop all over the place here. This is the place where money meets politics. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. You need us throughout the week, folks. 633-1515. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FinGuys on our website, 
uh, thefinancialguys.com. Any specific questions you have, don't forget we've got certified Medicare experts. If you need help with Medicare, independent experts, complimentary consultation, social security planning, estate planning, college planning, we've got certified experts, specialists that can help. Again, 633-1515. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back on News Radio 930 WBN. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. And this is the place where money meets politics. Having a bunch of fun with you every Saturday. If you need us throughout the week, folks, Monday through Friday, we do Manage Money for a Living. Use our team as a resource, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. A lot of stuff we talk about, by the way, we post to our Facebook page and uh, and follow us on Twitter as well. And our website, thefinancialguys.com. And don't forget about our podcast, which you can find on uh, in the Apple Store, the Droid. And uh, is it on our website, Glenn? I think it's on our website uh, You as well, can right? link it through our website. I guess it links to wherever it links to. And um also on Spotify and uh, folks places like that. Our radio show, by the way, is also being turned into a podcast. We do a separate podcast aside from the radio show. But for those of you that want to go back and hear replays or if you missed it, you can go to the Radio.com app and all of our uh, radio shows are broken down by hour, so hour one, hour two. And you can go back and listen to them in a podcast forum without the commercials and whatnot on the radio.com. You have to keep track of all this stuff. <laughs> technology changes so fast. coordinator I, just to, to keep track I, of it all. I've shared this story multiple times, but technology changes so very fast that when you buy something, it, to me, it's 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 it just seems like I buy it and then it's changed. And I buy it and it's yep. changed. And I always share the story about my speaker. I treated myself to a Marley Verizon speaker, wireless speaker, nice speaker, right? And uh, you could, of course, Bluetooth it through your phone. So I could play a song and I could say, uh, I want to play this song by Journey, and you know, hit it into my phone, and it would play it on the on the on the on the speaker. And I was so proud of it. And my brother-in-law Mike, who's a good friend of mine, works with us, Mike Hayflick, uh, You know, he would uh, whenever he would come over on a Saturday night or whatever, he would play DJ and he would put in the songs and and uh, change it up, right? And just when we thought, look at how cool this technology is, right? My daughter walks over to the speaker and says, "Alexa, play Journey." <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess. Damn it. I guess uh, we could throw that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? By the time I, I embrace Alexa, then somebody's going to think about it, and Journey's going to come on the radio. That's right. It's mm-hmm. amazing how fast technology flies. I'm still on the old uh, iPhone SE, and everyone's making fun of me, like, how old is that? It's a small one that's so that goes back so far. But I it was like actually it. the one after the six, but. I don't want to upgrade to the 10 because when they, they came out with the 10, then right after they came out with the 10s. Yeah. And by the time I get the 10s, they'll It'll have the 11 or the 12 or it's 15 like, and so yeah. we'll see. But yeah, you're right. It's like it changes so fast. It's amazing. Now on a financial planning side, that's good, right? Yes. Because it gives us awesome tools well, like risk assessment software and financial planning and software. And you got no other choice really but to embrace it on that side. Yeah. Really, truly. You'll get lost Great. if you don't, right? Yep. You really, truly will get lost. Even in the business world, right? I mean, you know what? Yes, you can run business models without embracing technology, but mm-hmm. it's really 
difficult. You know, somebody told us a long time ago, you're going to build a business, you got to grow or die. And to grow in today's world, you really have to find talented people that can really help you and work side by side with you to show you, okay, here is the new technology. Here, here's how it relates to some of the old stuff because. You know, we got all this new technology, but it really does come back to, okay, how does it relate to some of the old school basic principles of, in the case of investment planning, then diversification, right? I mean, yep. it's funny, as as aggressive as technology has been, as awesome as it's been, the old school models of being well diversified and making subtle changes still work. It's just faster. And they work, the, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and to be honest with you, they oftentimes, they, they work the best, right? So they do, yeah. You see these, like, they have these program traders now, right? They have these big supercomputers that take up a room that trade, like, a million trades in a minute. Right. They have these hedge funds with dark money, and you don't know what they're investing in. And you start to look at the returns of these things. And they're not you good. You compare them to just an old-fashioned <laughs> balanced, you know, a, a portfolio. Yep. And, the, and the person that bought AT&T, and and uh, you know and, and got the baby bells as you know more money than the hedge fund millionaire who thought he's going to be a genius that got a one and a half percent average rate of return. That's it. It's it's you're right. It's the old school principles of diversification, asset allocation, uh, staying the course. I can't stress that enough. That switching investments is like changing horses mid race, uh, and that makes it difficult. Not changing, not saying switching investments in a portfolio, switching strategies. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Because really, you want to always look at your portfolio holdings and maximize what you have. You want the best stocks, you want the better managers, if at all possible. We do a lot of research. In fact, in our investment committee, we have 175 years of investment experience with two CFAs and a mutual fund manager, as well as a master's degree in finance. Of all of us, uh, for the most part, except for one, have have over 20 some years experience in the industry um, you know all that combined helps us to really assess what the best investments are but those that jump ship from i'm now going to be a tactical guy or i'm going to go from this balance model to cash or this balance model to very conservative back to aggressive when the markets come back up what you do is you're forcing yourself to do the wrong thing oftentimes at the wrong time and yep. that, again that comes back to understanding what your risk level is so that you don't get panicked and get too nervous so that you can stay the course. Yeah, just to plug a few housekeeping notes here, and we'll take a quick break. Uh, economic update, John Thur, Chartered Financial Analyst and uh, on our investment committee. He will be in our office. He's always in our office, but Wednesday the 24th, <laughs> he's going to give an economic update, noon and 6 o'clock. And I'll tell you, these fill up really quick. And he does, he's not going to talk about specific you know, stocks. He talks about the overall economy, what to be careful of, what to look out for, what we're looking at. So 633-1515, that's Wednesday the 24th, if you're interested, 12 o'clock session and a 6 o'clock session. And he's going to give you an overall economic update. Chartered financial analyst. And uh, that's that's a tough designation. I mean, that's really, uh, you know, probably the most challenging of all the designations out there. So 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, John Thur, 633-1515. And don't forget, May 18th, if you're a veteran, noon to 3 at our, at our office, we're going to be doing the radio show live. But we're also going to be giving uh, an update on some of the things that veterans qualify for. Again, 633-1515. Real quick break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. This is the place where money meets politics. 563-1515 if you need us. I almost gave our South Florida number. I guess if you're, let me just say this, though. If you are one of the folks out there. and well, One of the 1.3 million. 1.3 million that are leaving. And I, I, look at I, I don't, look, people ask us all the time, oh, you got an office in South Florida, must be nice. Well, I'll tell you, um, it, sometimes it is nice to get out of here when it's freezing sure. and go down there and visit. Uh, but uh, the number one reason we have an office in South Florida is because so many folks have been snowbirds and they don't seem to be flying back. And I'll right. tell you, 
that that is becoming a bigger and bigger. I don't, it's a problem for New York. Um, it's the number one reason why we have an office down there. The, the, we don't have an office down there because we're out prospecting Floridians. We have an office down there to handle the Buffalonians that have moved down there. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, and I tell you, there's there's clients that come in that say, "Look, I, I want to work with your and you team, your team here in Western New York, guys. I also want somebody that if something happens and I need to ride over." Down in Florida, you're there, and we have that. So 633-1515 if you need us as a resource. You want to walk through our homework process. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Um, Glenn, let's talk a little bit about uh, Mr. Sanders again, Democrat privilege. It's sort of been our theme here the last few weeks on News Radio 930 WBN. Uh, oh, by the way, on Facebook, we have Throwback Thursdays. So you yes. have to like our Facebook page if you think at all like and us. Twitter. Throwback Thursdays are awesome. And we put up an old video of some of the hypocrisy that that uh, the Democrats have, you know, they, they very easily forget. <laughs> they, yep. uh, this week it was the Elliot Spitzer and talking to, uh, was it Harvard on his on ethics? Yeah, last week, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yep. So every Thursday we put up a video, Throwback Thursdays, and I would encourage you to like us on Facebook to check some of that out. Really hilarious because we don't want to forget it. We don't want we don't let, we don't no. let them well, forget the media it. Def- so for liberals, the world started this morning. So there's no past whatsoever. So whatever they believed in or said years ago, whether it be about gay marriage or it be about borders, I mean, yeah. you've all seen those videos no. where, you know, Hillary's going, well, I believe marriage is between a man and a wife. And then years <laughs> later she goes, well, I, I'm fully I never supported. said that. I've always supported gay marriage. <laughs> really? Because that's funny, because there's a video. Or yeah. you got Bernie Sanders. How about abortion? Or, uh, or, she, or Barney She Frank was pro-life going, at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You got all these, you know, they were hard on crime. They were yeah. they were, they were, were border security hawks yeah. just yeah. 10 years ago, remember? Yeah. All the videos of Chuck Schumer going, it's wrong, it's immoral. Yeah. You know, now can't it's just let people walk across the border. Right. Obama, right. You, you can't. It's, it's, so we're we a nation of laws. You can't, you just can't walk into right. our border and expect you're going to get what everybody else worked for. That's right. We feel it's our duty to remind people of some of that hypocrisy. So we're doing Throwback Thursdays. Every single Thursday, we'll put something out on both Twitter and social media. You know, one of the things that we, um, and, and Facebook and all of our social media, really, one of the things that we talked about, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, or maybe it was last week, weeks fly by, it seems. Uh, but, in, you know, in regards to uh, the friendlies in Western New York closing, right? And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play a clip of Bernie Sanders because, you know, these Democrats, not only are they hypocrisy, you know, hypocrites, and, and the hypocrisy runs, you know, deep with these folks, um, but... You know, they, they not only do they also forget about, you know, the things that they said just years ago and all that stuff, but these folks have never spent a day, most of them, in the private sector. No. And it shows about when they say certain things. So when it came to friendlies a couple of weeks ago in Western New York, closed like four, you know, one on Sheridan, one on Transit. Yeah, three restaurants. Four, yeah, three yeah. or four restaurants, yeah. right? It's the, the comment, though, from Chucky Schumer just goes to show the lack of understanding of the private sector. Yeah. He said, well, in the business world, it, most people have to give two weeks' notice. Businesses should have the same. They, have, they should have to give two. Well, no, Chuck. <laughs> actually, in the private sector, oftentimes yeah, employees just, just walk out. We yeah. ran a subway restaurant for a few years. I can tell you sometimes there were days when employees didn't show up. <laughs> there were times that kids right. just didn't quit. They never by, even told us they by, were quitting. By the way. They just left. If, if businesses are supposed to give a two-week notice, who is that to? Chuck, is that you? Yeah. Is that yes. you, Mr. Schumer? Yes. So that, that's but, you. So it's not right. it's not Andrew. It's, it's Schumer, no. right? It's, it's right. Chuck. Or should it be polling cars if it's, you're it's in Erie County? Or is it? It's some government commissar. Yeah, who it's, gets it's a, whatever, whatever the whatever the uh, you know the 
Russian commissar of the of, of uh, New York is. They're always so ready to. to they're always so ready to sweep in after the company's moving out. That's right. right. New era. Let's stand in front of the building and chant and yell at them because That's you right. know what they're going to do is they're going to say, "Oh, look at them screaming down there." Oh, is that Mr. Poland cars? Oh, I didn't know he cared so much about us. Let's re let's bring right. all those jobs back. I mean, a company like New Era who has been here for decades and fought through the political garbage yep. would of course love to stay here. But guess what? You forced them out through massive taxes and massive amounts of regulations. That's right. And you know what you do? You sweep in and you've got your supporters that believe you because you roll in after and say, Well, we would have we I we, tried. We, we really I tried, tried to say friendly for leaving. And then you I mean, kicked dirt in their face. If they gave us a two week notice, we could have done something. No, yeah. no, you wouldn't yeah, have done anything. No, 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 not a thing. Not a thing. So this is Bernie Sanders on the campaign trail in Pittsburgh. He was there for this uh, town hall meeting he did with uh, uh, with Fox. But the ignorance in some of these statements talking about private. He's not to go. If, if I'm president, I'm not going to allow these businesses to close. I, I, now, correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't that what Venezuela is doing right now? <laughs> if right. you you are not allowed, he, he uh, I know Maduro you is telling businesses when what hours they need to operate, what prices they need to sell their goods at, when they can close, when they must be open. Forty to fifty percent of the private businesses just closed. Yeah, they can't, like, we can't, can't do afford this. it. There's I no money left. The tree, the tree you're is You're forcing dead. me to stay open and yeah. sell my my water at a, a nickel. I yeah. can't. I can't. The magic so, tree has run out. The metro, So listen to these comments from Bernie Sanders because the ignorance is amazing with these Democrats. They have never in their life understood what it means to actually run a business, and it's clear when you hear the, the, what they say. Today we say to corporate America, we will not allow you to shut down plants in the United States. Throw American workers out on the street and move to cheap labor abroad. <laughs> abroad. So what do you plan to do then? Right. We will not allow but yet, U.S. manufacturers of, to close. The, what do you mean by the that? The other side of his mouth, and this is out to your point that they've never run a business before, the other side of his mouth, he was just talking on Fox News the other day about how he wants to aggressively increase taxes on them. Right. I'm going to abuse you when you come back, and we're not going to allow you to leave. You know what they're going to do? Say, bye-bye. Bye bye, right. bye bye. Guess what? We're not even gonna we're not even going to entertain bringing that company back from Dubai or right. Ireland. We're not even gonna guess what? If there's even a shot that this lunatic's gonna get in the White House, right. no we're chance. staying as far but away as this. possible. We cut the taxes, right? We cut the tax rates. The corporate tax rates were cut substantially, right? We eliminated the penalty for bringing money back in. And what did companies like Apple do? They announced massive investments in the United States and massive new job growth with massive new plants. It's not just about taxes. It's not just about regulation. But when you combine all that stuff together, it's certainly not just about wages. Because yeah. we, we know that you know, it's, the, we, the wages in Ireland are not much different than the wages in, in the United States. Now, the wages in China are different, yep. but why do businesses move to Ireland? Well, they move for the tax rates. That's they right. don't move for the cheap labor. That's right. Why do companies move up manufacturing and work over to China? Well, part of it's the labor, but a lot of it is the lack of regulations or the, the lack of overbearing regulations. Now, does China maybe, could they use a few more regulations? Yeah, probably. They're the number one polluter in greenhouse gases in the world, if you believe in that. Yeah. I mean, they are polluting the atmosphere, whether you believe in global warming or not. I don't. 
I believe in climate change. I believe we'd have climate change since the time of the dinosaurs, yeah. right? Well, if we the ice to, ages were climate and, change. And, and if we really did believe in that, right? If we really believed that nasty corporations were the ones that were causing this, then we needed to fix the problem over there first, not right. here. We're exactly. not the problem. They so, are. So maybe they need a few more regulations, perhaps, right? But but the, the, uh, Apple is not just opening up a plant because of wages, when they changed the tax rates and they changed the tax code and they allowed for businesses to bring money back in, they didn't change the wages in China all of a sudden to make them on par with the United States. That's not what caused Apple to say we're going to move the money back to the United States. Yeah. It was the more favorable environment. It was the more favorable tax rates. It was the deregulation that Trump has been doing a fantastic job with, you know, 20 regulations yeah. being yeah. taken off the not, record for not, every one that's been added. Not to mention, and one thing we didn't talk about, what we did talk about under Obama, by the way, and I'm a big believer in this, is top-line leadership. Mm-hmm. And I thought Ronald Reagan did a really good yes. job of that. You know what Ronald talked about was, I am going to continue to fight for better deals for you, right? That's and right. What, what what Trump is saying right now is, I'm going to continue over the next six years because I think it's pretty clear he's going to walk back into office in two because of the lineup of nut jobs that are oh, stepping man. up on the left, the left, right? Over the next six years, I am going to fight for better business models for a better business environment for you, whether that's better trade deals or whether that's better taxes, right? And by the way, he's winning the war on trade. So for those of you left, this, by the way, the uh, the, <laughs> the left, another hypocrisy on the left, they they were all again. Oh, we're losing all our jobs to China. We need yep. to bring manufacturing back here. Trump comes in and says, "All right, look at we're going to address the trade war." And they say, "Well, we don't like it anymore." <laughs> I think the difference is you're right. I we don't want to fight is, for better trade no. deals anymore. We wanted but, to when Obama was in office, but not not now. No. The difference is that President Trump and the Republicans that are still Republicans, for the most part, want to try to create an environment with incentives, with the carrot to try to induce behavior that they want. So if we want more U.S. jobs, we need to lower tax rates and allow companies to keep more of their own money, right? Mm -hmm. So there's things that we can do to get what we want. What the Democrats want to do, though, is the Democrats want to control things with the stick. I mean, listen to Bernie Sanders. I'm not going to allow businesses in the United States to close and move the... What do you mean you're not going to allow? <laughs> Who the hell do you Who think are you? you are? That's right. Do you own these businesses? This is the problem. You want to be like Nicholas Maduro. You want to tell that, that bakery who they can sell to, what hours they have to work, what they have to pay their employees, and on and on and on and on. Nobody needs you, Bernie. The, the free market works just fine. And again, I'm not saying it, for you left-wing wackos that listen to this show because you can't turn it off. I'm not saying no regulation. Nobody is saying let's, con- let's go back to dumping you know, garbage in the Erie County from Bethlehem. Nobody's saying that, okay? But we uh, can have some level of balance, right? Yeah, we're talking Having about a smart. sprinkler head every foot in a gas yeah. station over th- overhang is o- ridiculous. How about right? smart regulation? How about exactly. how about me having to register my car every two years right. is ridiculous, or right? Having inspected yeah. every year yeah. how, or all how, these myriad of different things. Yeah, if you can't locate my car and you need me to do that every two years, there's a problem with the system, right? In fact, there should be right. zero registration, right? If we have record, record, record amount of taxes in this state, a record 
amount of tolls, yet the, the roads yeah. look like garbage, right. right? Can we agree that we are over, quote, regulated with tolls? Yeah, right? Like So yes. we're not fixing the problem with those tolls, right? right? You, you told me that you were going to bring out this New York State lottery system to pay for college educations. Right. How many college educations have been paid through the, through the New York none. State? None, right? None. But see, none, it, none, Florida, none. What, it, what a New York wants to do is they'll do everything they can to go after people that have left. They're auditing people in record numbers. They're punishing them for the rest of us that are left here. Don't you dare think about leaving or we're going to audit you. It's the stick. You can't move your business. It's the stick. You better have privacy policies in place. You better have a cybersecurity policy in place. Right. All these, <laughs> you better you, have an hour's worth of training once a year for sexual harassment in your business. That's the best. And even though yeah. we are the ones that are the one doing all the sexual harassment. Even though there's the a state. much higher probability of That's a public right. New York State official right. getting accused of right. that than somebody in the private sector. It's always Do, the stick with them. That's always right. the stick. We're going to punish you. We're going to fine you. We're going to arrest you. You're oh, going to pay penalties and Oh, and if you and think blah, you're going to leave, you better keep your cell phone records. You better keep your That's ATM right. records. <laughs> you better keep uh, right. you better keep your uh, your uh, uh, you know your your pass by the way what do you call that sorry I'm they're gonna stop freeze. by your house and check your fridge yeah they're gonna see if you got groceries in there if you do you're in trouble <laughs> yeah your electric you got milk bill that's not spoiled did you the better, you're there. did the electric bill go up when you said you oh, were in absolutely. Florida right I that's do know right. for a fact we have had clients that have been audited and uh, specifically by New York State they they will go through your ATM records they will go through your oh, cell yeah. phones they will go through your Easy Pass by the way. It's Wait a minute! The, you said stick. you were you said you were in Florida. Why did your Easy Pass get used? Yeah. So they'll use that against you as yeah. well. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, need us throughout the week, folks. Six three three one five one five six three three fifteen fifteen. Don't forget some of the upcoming workshops. Economic update. Chartered financial analyst. Wednesday the twenty fourth. There's two sessions in our office. Noon and six. Six three three fifteen fifteen. If you want to pop by at twelve o'clock or six o'clock, uh, from a chartered financial analyst and uh, John will talk about the overall economic uh, you know environment. And what's what we're looking at. And then, of course, May 18th, uh, Veterans Workshop at our office. Noon, uh, 12 o'clock session, 2 o'clock session. And if you're a veteran out there, I'd encourage you to pop by. We'll be doing the radio show live from our office. If you're a veteran, sign up May 18th, pop by for an hour and learn what you qualify for, whether it's discounts or whether it's uh, estate planning. You know, if you're a veteran, you qualify for stuff. You deserve it. You're probably the only, <laughs> you, you are one of the few folks in the country, when I say the word deserve, you deserve right. these discounts. You deserve to learn about what you qualify for. Spend an hour with us, maybe two. You can come by and grab a refreshment. But if you're a veteran, I would encourage you May 18th to sign up, 633-1515, hosted by a vet, our very own veteran, Jay Blanchard. And, of course, uh, again, you can stop by. We'll be giving away some T-shirts and all kinds of goodies as well. So 633-1515. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on News Radio 930 WBN. We'll be back. Uh, only a few more minutes left in today's show, so stick around and uh, don't turn the dial. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. Really didn't get to the phone lines today. I promise we'll open them up next week here on uh, News Radio 930. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook. Uh, a lot of the stuff we talk about we post to our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. And, of course, our website, The Financial Guys. Don't uh, forget to use us as a resource. If you have specific financial questions, if we don't know the answer, we'll hopefully be able to point you in the right direction. Don't forget we have specialists. And uh, we have departmentalized our office and we work as a team, whether it's certified social security claiming strategist, uh, certified college planning experts, certified divorce financial experts, AHIP certified Medicare reps, AHIP certified. These people are certified to help you be independent 
and shop the plans. If you're turning 65, use our team as a resource, 633-1515. And, of course, retirement planning. And I just mentioned some of the upcoming workshops. Uh, John Thur, Chartered Financial Analyst, uh, Wednesday uh, Wednesday the 24th, noon and 6 o'clock, two different sessions. If you're interested in popping in and getting uh, uh, an overall look at the economy and the markets from a chartered financial analyst, 633-1515. And if you're a veteran, May 18th, noon to 3, we're going to be having different breakouts talking about some of the things that you qualify as a veteran. Sign up, 633-1515. Uh, Glenn, you mentioned you- retirement. Well, you mentioned retirement planning, Mike. I thought maybe we could circle back to this article here. You know, sure. retirement planning is probably the cornerstone of what we do with the financial guys. Everybody has a desire someday to wake up, not have to go to work if they don't want to, uh, but still be able to pay their bills. Now, there are certain folks that we have as clients and certain people out there that say, you know what, I love what I do. I don't want to retire or, mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm happy, uh, you know, doing what I'm doing. And, I, and, and you know, I'm going to work as long as I'm healthy. That's great. We'd rather have it so it's your option, though. That's right. So that you can you decide you when you can do to. that. You yep. decide. Yeah, you make that decision. When reading this article, this was from CNBC, and this was a an article written by Bob Pisani, but a lot of the research comes from Vanguard. So they talked about the three stools, the three legs of the retirement stool, private savings, pension, and Social Security, all three facing issues. So let's start with private savings for a second. At Vanguard, the average 401k account value for an age investor age 65 or older is 192,877,000. So just about just under 200,000 in 2018. That's the average. But that number is inflated by a small group of longtime super savers. The median balance among the age group where half uh, or more where uh, half have more and half have less is a measly 58,000. Wow. So less than half the people out there have 58. Um, so some lucky Americans have a pension. There's very few left, but some are lucky. So let's talk about pensions. The state of those who have pensions is not great, to be honest. Uh, obviously, the Pension Guarantee Corporation, the United States backstop for pensions, is totally bankrupt and uh, and underwater. <laughs> the median private pension. Wait a only... minute. Wait a minute. The government agency is underwater. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Right. Like Social Security, like Medicare, no. like every other government agency. Go, wow, just, go, figure. go figure, right? The median uh, the pension, private pension, was only nine thousand three seventy six a year, according to Pension Rights Center. Uh, now, and that's it. So let's go on to Social Security. That leaves Social Security. In 2018, the average Social Security check was about $1,422 a month or about $17,000 a year. Wow. So let's sum this up for the average or, or I'd say the median American, right? Pension or personal savings, about $3,000 a month or a year. So if you've got, you know, uh, whatever that, you know, 60000 that's about what you're going to draw, right? You're going to draw 5%, maybe. If you're lucky. Three, if you're yeah. lucky. $3,000 a year. Your pension, if you're lucky to be one of the few that have it, very few do. If you do, you've got about 9000 there, and your Social Security is seventeen. So with the pension, total income, 29440 Without the pension, total income, 20000 Wow. Now, and, uh, I'm sure it's possible to live on 29000 but most of folks that want to retire, it's, it's not a really robust well, retirement. Let, let me add one more damper to that whole conversation, which is the fact that I do believe they're going to fix a lot of these programs that are broke by not giving you the cost of living adjustments that right. maybe your mom or your dad or your grandmother or your grandpa, grandfather experienced, right? They're going to inflate their way out of the mess. So, you yep. know, those numbers are probably not going to get better. Right. <laughs> They're going so to get couple, worse before so they get better. So a couple of really critical things. We talked about some mistakes investors make. Number one, have a realistic understanding and, and really know what your number is, what you need to get when you retire. Number two, understand your risk. 
so that you understand what kind of portfolio you should be in so that you're not you know, going into a cash position or making changes when the markets get volatile. And then the last thing is maximize your Social Security and maximize the tax efficiency of your retirement income plan. We have special software and special training with our certified Social Security claiming strategists that can help to identify the best way to take Social Security that's going to be the most tax efficient for you as also fit your lifestyle and things like that. It's not just a financial decision. Sometimes it's a lifestyle decision. Yep. For those of you financial planners out there that would like to learn more about Social Security, we're actually going to open up our office for Social Security training because we truly believe that educating not only the public but even educating our competition is still better for everybody if everybody has a more robust retirement. It's less right. people dependent on government. It's more people dependent on themselves. And that's what, as we as a financial guys, truly believe in. And so we're going to do the best we can to educate the public and even educate other financial advisors and train them on Social Security. Glenn, let's, let me just really end with a statistic here. Less than uh, There's something like 270,000 financial planners in the country and less than one-half of 1% actually is certified to really, truly understand go. Social Security. Yet it's 30% on average of folks' income and retirement. It's a there big deal. Specializations, having a specialist work with you matters. So use our team as a resource, folks. 633 one five one five six three three fifteen fifteen. Like us on Facebook. All the stuff we talked about today, we post to our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at FinGuys and our website thefinancialguys.com. If you have any specific financial questions, you know, reach out to us through the website again, uh, thefinancialguys.com. Right on behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we are the Financial Guys. Make it a great week. Happy Easter, everybody, and uh, God bless you and your family. And uh, we will see you next week here. We'll open the phone lines again and uh, make sure you participate. Uh, News Radio 930 WBN. All right. Uh, have a great week, and we'll see you then. Great Happy show, Glenn. Easter. Take care.